Welcome back to Talking Flick, where we talk about anything and everything, but mostly movies and TV. Today, as always, I have my co-hosts, Ryan and Nick. Welcome back. Do you see where the garbage boy is? <laughs> That's he's, right. He's got no. He's back, <laughs> and you can't keep him down. Can't keep him down. Ryan. That's the best one yet. <laughs> is, it, is it though? Is it? I think I think we're all a little tired today, but that is truly the Feels best a little one yet. That's what I needed. So right. yeah, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. <laughs> it's true. This man has, has no, no dick. dick. What I heard. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some really there's good, some good lines. There's some good yeah. lines. All right. Ready. So as always, we'll kind of start with a little bit of quick bit movie news. Uh, anything you got, Nick, that happened Something that's going to be bigger yeah. than a microchip? Yeah, something sure. that's going to be bigger yeah. than a microchip. I got a couple sure. things. Nothing too serious. We're still mid-COVID-19, so we won't talk about all the other things that got delayed. But I will bring <laughs> up that Disney is going to throw us a bone or throw you one. Uh, may the fourth be with you, Tyler, will be when Rise of Skywalker premieres on Disney+. Nice. Mm, so those Bobby clamoring to watch back. that yeah. very <laughs> mediocre movie can finally do it at midnight on the third. So. Yeah. I'm <laughs> excited now i can watch yeah. it for free are you, you excited will you watch it, it again uh yeah i think i would I think watch i will it again. too actually yeah, i gotta I own up will. to it yeah unfortunately i probably will <laughs> yeah. so that'll be number three for me if, if and that'll I probably close it, it. that's probably that's the it. close the book on it unless <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like somebody it. does a marathon and i'm forced to watch them all who knows you came around a little bit on the second one maybe on the third one you can come back completely around it actually took me the third try on uh last jedi because I just accept what they chose, uh-huh. but it still wasn't a good movie. So, like the the second and third of this trilogy, I really just, just can't. Yeah. I did see can't a really, uh, I saw a really good breakdown just on like the Force Awakens and Last Jedi, and just like and in Rise of Skywalker, everything that just kind of went wrong, like with all with three production movies. or like storylines. Story story yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I'll have to not, send it to you. We don't need a breakdown for that. Yeah. I think we no, got no, that. No, this, one's, this is really interesting. I'll, I'll right, have to send, send it to you because yeah. that okay. one's really interesting. Where actually it makes sense. Where it's like that's why it didn't work. You know, <laughs> you watch it, it's like that's why it didn't work. Uh, I think it's the Hollywood stuff. The Hollywood stuff really. Well, maybe not. We'll, we'll have yeah. to we'll have to save that yeah, because yeah. once we go Star Wars and Snyder cut, we only spent five weeks on Star Wars in December. Star Wars. We're only allowed to talk about how, Star Wars. How in about uh, Disney uh, Disney live action remakes? You care about those? Uh, a little. I'm so, still. It so just they, depends on which one. I still yeah, want to watch by Mulan. Yeah. I've only yeah, seen. Yeah, same here. Mulan. I'm well, really excited for. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even count that as like one of those because it's not. <laughs> it's not like the weird CGI thing. Yeah. So and it's at least, just like a legit. Movie. At least with that story, you can actually do something different with it. Yeah. You know, there's different ways you can do with that story as opposed to and I am shot for shot. I saw that trailer and I was like what on earth is that Disney that yeah Disney, yeah so. and it looks good I'm yeah. glad they're taking some liberties with it but still sticking to a clean yeah. story they removed some of the songs which I'm and a Mushu. little upset yeah and Mushu. Mushu. I don't need there. songs like for that Mushu. you're gonna kick yeah. ass with swords I don't exactly need I agree we are men is like one of the most <laughs> iconic ones yeah yeah, yeah. and so reflections sure oh yeah reflections that's not bad that's not bad bring back Christina Aguilera is that who sang it yeah was, yeah, was Jackie, yeah, yeah. Vanessa Williams sung Jackie the Chan. Pocahontas one, Colors of the Wind. Uh, I like Jack, that one. Jackie too. Chan did uh, I, We Are Men in the in in Mandarin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was Mandarin. Yeah, yeah, Mandarin. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, that. I totally forgot <laughs> some of the bonus features on the Mulan. Is that, DVD, does Mulan so. make your top five uh, uh, for what? Disney? Disney cartoons? Yeah, Disney animated, I I'd guess. say for me, it's top five. Yeah, 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 probably. I think it's probably outside looking like, in. But... Mulan and Hercules are one of my favorite Oh, yeah. Ones. Hercules, Hercules is really you know good. I ride for Tarzan. I'm in the minority there, but I kind of like Tarzan. Collins. I love so. It's like, I love Genesis. So, but <laughs> so they're doing, the, they're doing they're doing Hercules live action. And yes, yeah. So, so I mean, do they know when it's going to come out, or they're just putting the pieces together they're right now? They're putting the pieces for- together now. It's kind of like your Justice League Dark thing. We're going to hear casting, and the first thing I heard on casting will maybe, maybe not make you mad. I heard Ariana Grande for Meg, the mm. donut liquor, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> amazing voice. So, yeah, no, she's I mean, they're going to put singing she's in not it. My favorite. Nah, I yeah. don't like her either. I, I want a ponytail. I want to see. Danny DeVito. They better put him in this. Oh, he'd be so good, too. <laughs> yeah. He could still do it. He could. He could Garbage do Boy, it. is there nothing you don't want Danny DeVito in? Danny DeVito is like belongs the best. everything, yeah. <laughs> he belongs in everything, so. Give me a remake of Die Hard, Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> right. Somebody shut his mic It's up. always sunny in Oh, he's the producer, I forget. Yeah, Danny DeVito's great in that. So. Oh, yeah, no, it's <laughs> he's hilarious. So he's so good. Uh, the little bit of movie news I've got, so uh, I was talking to Ryan about this off-pod where it was with AMC, and I don't know if you've heard about this, where AMC is, they're getting close to bankruptcy, 
just because of the quarantine. I heard about that. And there was a really big hit with VOD. They spent a lot of money on production yeah, too, so it's, they did. You know, it's partly on them. And but. so uh, there was a lot of money made actually with Trolls 2 because Trolls 2 went to VOD. Yes. Yeah, we didn't and, cover that on the pod, up, but yeah. well over $100 million in its first 14 days is what yeah. I read. Yeah, and yeah. something in the 180 domestic range since then. Yeah, so total, AMC so. was actually pretty pissed off at Universal for actually putting Trolls 2 straight to VOD. And so now what AMC is doing is basically what they're saying is if we survive this quarantine, we're not going to play any Universal <laughs> movies at all in any of our theaters. Does anybody care? Does well, Universal care? So I didn't know this, but apparently AMC is like the world's largest like movie chain out there. Like they have them are all they across. The yeah, they are the biggest one. So they're just not in America, but they're in Europe too and Spain. Gotcha. So they're like all okay. out there. So they have a lot of movies that they're just going to completely blacklist from Universal because they broke their contract with them. Mm, so, so AMC is pretty pissed off. I mean, they've been losing, that movie sounded... theaters have been losing money for a good little while. So I think this is just, they're, they're... A, little, they're a little salty <laughs> that they broke the deal with them because like Warner Brothers did the same thing too with Scooby with the Scooby-Doo movie where they just released that to VOD. Yeah. But the difference was Warner Brothers, I guess, well, I had I thought they convert. released that to VOD because it was shitty. I think it was a little <laughs> bit of both. Well, originally it was going to go straight, it was going to do theaters and then it just went straight to VOD. Like Little Mermaid and, 2. Yeah, like, oh we're not going to put Little that Mermaid out in yeah, don't, even, don't even bring up Little Mermaid 2. <laughs> there but, are reasons for the cause and effect. Disney, you know? <laughs> straight to Disney VHS. All right. <laughs> but uh, apparently Warner Brothers, like, they actually had a sit-down meeting with AMC. So they were cool wow. with AMC. They're like, it's fine that they broke their contract, but Universal just, I guess, did them dirty in their opinion. And yeah. so. I don't know. It Do sounds... we have a favorite movie chain? Is it Regal? Is it AMC? Uh, I, I like think mine is Galaxy. It's different like here Galaxy, in yeah. Vegas because they're all yeah, connected to yeah. the casinos, or majority That's of them true, are. Yeah. You Regal know? is so in the, the the local type casino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, something else. Galaxy is, is in the, the casinos the too. too. Okay, yeah, right. so that's the one I go to. Usually, Galaxies. I grew my, up. I, yeah, I grew up on the Station Casino, which is Regal. Was the big had a Regal card. So, but. AMC sounds like a spiteful girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, it does sound well, a little spiteful, I don't know. But... I think they have a somewhat case. I mean, this is where you would want Hollywood and TV to kind of come together for the common good and be like, look, we'll give you 15% of what Trolls does when we release it on VOD or something like that. I don't know, something like that. Or yeah. a bailout for the movie theaters. I get it because AMC, they're pushing the edge on bankruptcy and basically they're not going to get any of this money from my understanding. Yeah, right? and they so, had a contract too. Yeah, so. so I understand where they're coming from. It's funny from. to think Trolls 2 broke AMC. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. what did it. <laughs> of all the movies, right? Trolls 2. <laughs> but I mean, the first Trolls was like a huge success apparently. Like even Yeah, oh, Justin Timberlake was like, rolling yeah, money. He was What's his dance song? That was a pretty good song. That's how he bought yeah. MySpace, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first Trolls definitely isn't bad, but we'll see what happens. That. Wait, I mean, Justin theaters, Timberlake bought MySpace? Yeah, he owns, part, or he's like a part owner of MySpace, Are but he owns serious? like a certain percentage of it. Yeah, That's so. crazy, man. Yeah, I, this happened <laughs> like a while ago. He played the guy who part owns Facebook, which is fascinating. Oh, yeah, he did. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from Napster, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah. strange world, man. So, yeah, I mean, man. like movie theaters, they've been doing all they can to stay relevant, you know, with like the D boxes and the IMAXs. Well, there 3Ds, are some states that but... opened up, right? So they're going to have to adapt too. Are they going to like tape off? certain seats or you're going to have to sit far apart from yeah, each other? Yeah, I think that's what they were doing. They are doing extreme restrictions like so that. they can't even sell all the tickets you know what I mean for the mm -hmm. movie theater. They'd mm -hmm. have to have a certain amount I think seats in between people. It's, it's tragic for movie nerds like us except for Garbage Boy. Yeah, who I go on, not a problem for <laughs> yeah, he's who, like, track, who track the numbers, right? <laughs> Where you have like a habit of waking up on the weekends and looking at box office mojo and stuff like that and it's like it used to be like twenty five million for a weekend, and now it's like seven hundred dollars for a movie. Yeah, so it's it's rough times <laughs> it's right now. Rough, so I yeah. feel for them. And you got you know? more stuff coming straight to Netflix. It's a whole thing too. Like it's a whole thing on why it's been slowing down. I mean, it's their movie theaters are still going to be there. They were hurting before, thing. like you said, from Netflix and some of these other things that were going on. But this just. Yeah, the back, Trolls too, man. Trolls too. What I'm thinking though is necessity breeds change, and something's going to come from this. Yeah. There's going to be that. some sort of merger with VOD well, and movie theaters or something. Here's the thing, right? We have talked about this many times. Um, would you pay a hundred dollars to see Black Widow at your house? Oh, a hundred. And if you pay a hundred dollars, like man, opening yeah. weekend, and it's showing in theaters too, so you make the choice. What should the movie theater get a percentage of that hundred dollars? So you can do both because now we've adapted because we had to with quarantine. 
Hollywood now knows with Trolls too. This can make money for us. So, but we got to figure out how to divvy that money. Wait, up. can I yeah. ask you a quick question? I probably would pay a hundred dollars for so, Bond or something like that. I might with Trolls two. Do you know how much it came out for VOD? A hundred uh, million over uh, the first fourteen is what I saw. So it was twenty, 20, bucks, so 20 except yeah. for a few spots, but mostly yeah, nineteen ninety nine. It was around twenty bucks to for, rent it. To rent it. To yeah, rent for it. forty eight hours, twenty four to forty eight hours. So okay. where you and honestly, it, like and... I don't remember now. I didn't watch a ton of TV, or maybe it's not my demo, but I don't remember a ton of like. Uh, commercials and marketing for that yeah i so think people were just clamoring, but, too, but i got texts from people with kids that were like we're all doing a party and watching trolls 2 tonight i got more than <laughs> one family telling me that so it was a thing a trolls 2 party yeah <laughs> nick this so is weird, your life but... you're getting texts from I had a, families I had a party. Yeah. I had a party you're waking up on the <laughs> weekends to watch <laughs> box office mojo <laughs> what kind of life do you live <laughs> listen screw you for judging me all right how about that <laughs> all right so today we're gonna be doing 1984's ghostbusters and I don't think I have to explain the, the plot on this one, right? I mean, it's Ghostbusters. It they they <laughs> capture ghosts and there's a giant marshmallow man. But, <laughs> but Ghostbusters? I thought it was Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, yeah. <laughs> He's a sailor. He's in New York. You know, let's get, get him laid. laid. He'll yeah, be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be all good to go. So this is definitely one of the classics. Uh, we have Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, Ernie Hudson, and then, of course, we got Rick Moranis classic, and Sigourney Lewis Weaver. Oh, yeah. I am so, the key master. This is basically your 80s classic dream team right yeah, here yeah. you have just all casting, these 80s casting, casting people here casting. so but i'm sure everybody wants to know what is your reaction ryan Bustin' makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Huey Lewis. Weird 80s you, yeah, you owe Huey Lewis, Lewis 10 bucks just for that. So it's, just, it's so odd like because all those movies did that. They just inserted that music. I miss that. Not as much anymore. I miss yeah, that, man. Yeah. I want it back. You I want, want my back, theme shows on sitcoms and I want was... movies to make like, you know, put the name in the title. You know, I was <laughs> surprised, though, that they didn't play that song until the very end. Yeah, classic. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Let me ask you this question before we do the numbers. Who does the remake of the Ghostbusters song for Afterlife if they decide to go that way? Which they probably won't. Oh, right? yeah. Who did it before? It was like Miss Elliot. Ray Parker and Jr. Paul oh, yeah. It was Missy Elliot yeah, and somebody for, else. Uh, but it was really? not great. For the 2016 honestly. Another one, piece yeah. of that that I didn't love. Yeah. There was they a play lot on the radio, things, though. Childish Gambino. I, I not not a bad one. <laughs> I think uh, one. The Weeknd. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I can, got, yeah. He can do yeah. a lot of different things. Know. Maybe Bruno Mars. His, his latest album was really good. It has a, a 80s synth yeah, feel. Yeah, it's got a lot of weird stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, I kind of yeah. dig that out. I don't know. Give it to uh, Daft Punk or something. I don't not, know. Not, <laughs> not Ariana Grande. <laughs> not Ariana Grande. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, all right, Nick, go and give me the numbers. How all right, the numbers for do? Ghostbusters. So this is a weird thing, right? Uh, this uh, script went through the car wash. We won't spend a ton of time on it. But Dan Aykroyd's original idea was like they go back and forth in time and had John Belushi in it. And uh, Ivan Reitman looked at Dan Aykroyd when he first read the script and was like, this will cost $200 million, which now is like BBS or something. But back in 1984 <laughs> was like a whole studio's budget for the year or something. So they had to trim that thing down. They got Harold Ramis to do it. So the budget ends up $30 million. It's actually somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 to 30. It depends who you read. They, they distinguish a bunch of these different ones. So 27 is basically the consensus on it. So 27 million for 1984, still a lot of money. Um, did it make money? It absolutely made. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> this look on your face. Like, of course it did. We're talking so, about it right now. Adjusted so. for inflation, it is the thirty-seventh highest grossing domestic movie of all time. Wow. You wanna guess what's right above it? Wait, adjusted wait, no. for inflation? Adjusted for inflation? I don't know who. Infinity War. Infinity War? Really? You wanna guess what's right below it? Adjusted for inflation? Who? Shrek two. Wow. So those are giant movies, what right? Yeah. You guys get. So if you adjust for inflation, Ghostbusters is like legit, right? Yeah. So 1984, a lot of people saw this. Domestically, it made 242 in 1984. Internationally, 53 million, which again, wow. doesn't sound like a lot, but in yeah. 84, in before 84, we were that's, that's yeah. a lot yeah. of money. Even now, so. just on a $30 million budget and cranking about they, 500 million? They yeah. owed Universal, I think. Um, they had to pay them 1% of the profits just to use the name Ghostbusters because they had some old, weird 50 show that was called Ghostbusters. Yeah. But- um, uh, Ivan Reitman was like, it's so universal. We have to get that name. So Universal made, I think they didn't end up getting the money, but they would have made something like 24, 25 million just to give them the name. Wow. Which is crazy in and of itself. Yeah, so. that is crazy. But uh, how about the scores? How about, oh, uh, it's got to be like in the 80s or 90s for both, I think, uh, about, critic and critics. audience. I, I, be... Again, I I thought this would be flipped when I read it because I hadn't looked at it in a long time. I got to say it's 80 or 90s I say both. 84 for critic and a 92 for audience. Yeah, see, I would have guessed something in that neighborhood. You're getting better at this. Uh, I would say, so critic was actually 97, which wow. is okay. insanity. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Audience, that's was the, audience was the 88. 
But Metacritic oh, yeah. evened out 8.3, a little bit lower for Metacritic, too. So those mm-hmm. are the numbers for Ghostbusters. Pretty fascinating stuff for a movie this early. Oddly enough, Ghostbusters was one of the first movies where they implemented this much money into the special effects department. Uh-huh. And that was one of the big things Ivan Reitman had to sell to the studio to get it done. So mm-hmm. still yeah. turned a profit. So, I mean, considered. like, the franchise itself has held just a lot of steam in general, like with movies and TV, not to mention the toys also. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Merchandise and merchandise. merchandise. And oh, yeah. Merchandise. <laughs> oh, that was out of Lucas's yeah. book, you know. That was the time. <laughs> multiple time. cartoons, multiple iterations, yeah. and people love that one so, video game. Although there's been multiple video. Yeah, games. there's been there's been a handful of different video games. I had the Genesis from, uh, one. Yeah, I remember like I was. I, all right. I was looking at those. Were there was all Genesis. Terrible. Yeah, <laughs> um, all right. Apparently there was a really good one. Like I think on the PS3 or Xbox 360 or oh, something. Oh yeah, yeah. That came out recently. Like, recently. Yeah, recently. I think oh, I like within the next. Not the newest one. The one before the newest one was really good too. Which yeah. was I thought Xbox. So, I'm I mean, not sure what the newest. They've had them though. all across. So as far as like your consoles and as well as like arcade games, yeah, Game Boy Color too. It was a well. couple of good arcade yeah. games actually. I remember but back one of in them. the day on the NES and on the Sega Genesis, those games sucked. Yeah, they, like but people bought them. I bought them. I had a copy yeah, of it, in, and it so. was terrible. <laughs> but I mean, like that's the thing. It's it, the name was so synonymous. Everybody had a good time with the movie. You're gonna buy it. I bought so many of those that ended up being crappy. You remember ET on the Atari? Oh yeah, that was you guys terrible. are way too young for that. But ET, I know. You about that, yeah. Holy crap, you did nothing. It, that game made no sense. <laughs> you kept on falling into holes. Yeah, and you're looking for a key, and yeah. you couldn't find the key. It was yeah, just nonsense. Garbage, man. But everybody <laughs> bought it. So we had it where the franchise does hold a lot of steam, and we have where the sequel to Ghostbusters 2, and then there was the 2016 Ghostbusters, which actually had the most disliked trailer on YouTube. And currently it stands at 1.1 million dislikes for that really? 2016 Ghostbusters Rates really trailer. low. It's like yeah. a 30 wow. feet it center. Is. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. bad. So, I mean, it's definitely a low point in the franchise but as far we, as when they did that 2016 Can we talk Biden about movie. it just for one second? Because I frequently say this, and we don't want the hate to roll in. Those four ladies... I really like all four of them. Yeah. And they may have had the right chemistry. We watched this movie again. You're reminded of the chemistry of this group. They should, it should have worked. Something just wasn't right in that script. And again, I think, you know, they just went a little bit far with the VX stuff. Yeah. And special effects. I think they focused the biggest, on the wrong thing. Yeah. I think the biggest kind of drawback with that franchise with the 2016 Paul Ghostbusters. Feige, yeah. Paul Feige yeah, from Bridesmaids, you know, is because. Well, for starters, when you kind of do the gender role, it becomes like a gimmick. You know, when you do well, the gender role, it becomes a huge becomes a piece of the story, and yeah. you can't escape that but with the marketing, the big, no matter the how good it is. The big thing with that 2016 Ghostbusters movies was the fact that it was a reboot, and it kind of disconnected itself from the sequel, which I the first disagree two. with. Yeah. So, you I mean, connected. that was Disconnect. definitely, and it was a complete reboot. So, of course, you had those actors come back, like Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray, just for cameos, but that was really was all bad. about yeah, it. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's bad just, cameos. Even Bill Murray's cameo was pretty crappy. Yeah, all the cameos. Nice to see him. It's not a terrible movie but it's definitely by no means like one of the best ones out of the franchise oh, or even the best movie of the that worst. year it's you know the worst. So it's worse than the cartoon with the gorilla with the gorilla <laughs> <laughs> I mean sorry so, and I had that toy I kind of like that cartoon yeah. so it's not that that was just an challenge. odd choice for that movie where it's just like you have this beloved franchise but like why would you disconnect yourself from those first two movies you maybe should have like expanded on the universe and then you would have had a fighting chance but there were just other things we, going on with that story in, in general. Well, let me just make one more point on it, and we will not talk about 2016, I think, after that. But Kate McKinnon, right? Really funny lady on SNL. Maybe the best cast member of SNL for the last few years, mm-hmm. right? They choose to make her Egon. Okay, Egon, as you know in this movie, Egon, uh, Ernie Hudson's Winston, and Dan Aykroyd, yeah. they're straight men to Bill Murray's Vankman. That's just yeah. what it is, right? So why would Kate McKinnon, you know, the you know loosely one of the funniest, most physical comedy, play straight man to, I guess... It it was uh, the other lady from Bridesmaids that was more like the Peter character, uh-huh. Peter Venkman. I just thought it was a weird mix. Like they never got the chemistry right, or maybe they had the right people, but in the wrong roles. You know, it was just mm-hmm. odd. Hemsworth's amazing though. So he's the best. He's one. the best one out of there. He's very good in it. I hope so. he shows up in the other one. <laughs> so back to the Ghostbusters timeline. After that, we've got Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is coming out in 2021 Thank right you. now. Please so, be good. Please um, be good. And then, as far as TV, we had the real Ghostbusters, which was from 86 to 91. I think that was the one with the gorilla, right? Uh, yes. uh, well, yeah, and yes. then you had the Extreme Ghostbusters, which was in 1997, and then mm. apparently you were supposed to have Ghostbusters Ecto Force, which actually had Ivan Reitman and his company Ghost Corp attached as head of the really? project. Wow! And so this that. was going to be an animated series that was supposed to debut sometime around 2018, but it was actually put on hold for what they said was going to be an. He's upcoming... got something on IMDb: Ghostbusters animated with yeah, no so, information on it. So I guess they put that's it. they put Ghostbusters Ecto Force on hold for an upcoming what they said was going to be an upcoming animated Ghostbusters movie. So they were just going to go straight mm. animated. And do an animated Ghostbusters film just that. 
And actually, that movie was supposed to t- kind of do a perspective from the ghost perspective. Also, you know, I wouldn't well have mind that. Yeah. I thought it would have been interesting. So that was kind of what they were going to do. I would have watched it. Yeah. And then Ghostbusters Afterlife came out. And so I guess all that got scrapped. Which is Ivan Reitman's son. So yeah. keep that in mind, too. Now, so and Ivan Reitman's executive producing, I think, on the Afterlife. So he's involved. Yeah, I think he's an executive. Let me let me ask you guys: Is this a kids' movie? Yeah, it's kind of like a kids' movie. It's it's a blend. I would say for the '80s, it's a kids' movie. Now I was, it's a little. I was iffy, I was but... talking to a friend of mine, and I was like, you know, their kids are probably like three, I think, and maybe four. Um, and she was, I was like, listen, you got when they're ready, make sure you wa- uh, show them Ghostbusters, right? And then I, as I was watching it while I told her that, and then all of a sudden I see the ghost blowjob scene. I'm like, I forgot about some of the stuff in here. So yeah. maybe it's a uh, yeah, it's PG, but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Sigourney, like, Sigourney Weaver says, I want you inside of me. Yeah. And well, I'm sure. Why not? Of, well, no, I shouldn't. That, uh, <laughs> that can mean anything, Ryan. You don't know what that means. I make it a habit to only sleep with one person at a time. And you got at least two in you. <laughs> I, I've said that to a lot of different foods before, but never to Bill Murray. Yeah, never to yeah. Bill Murray. Yeah. But if you met him in real life, I mean, yeah. you'd have to say it, right? Have like, to, right? <laughs> so All she's right. a dog. So before we cross our streams, uh, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. Anchor. Ghosts. Hello, Ghostbusters. They're real. You do? You have? They're here. Ghostbusters. Hey, anybody see a ghost? They catch the ghost that won't stay dead. They're armed. They're dangerous. Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. All right, that's bad. Okay. All right, important safety tip. Thanks, Egon. They're professionals. Oh, I'm the chairman of the largest paranormal removal company in America. You see it? They're all that stand between you and the end of the world. The city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. Real wrath of God type stuff. Fire and brimstone coming down from the sky. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. Your girlfriend lives in the corner penthouse of Spook Central. You want this body? Is this a trick question? Got your stick? Hold! Oh. him up! Smoke it! Make him hard! Ready! Ghostbusters. Starring Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Sigourney Weaver, Harold Ramis, Rick Moranis. Coming to save the world. Ghostbusters. We came, we saw, we kicked it. All right, so spoiler warning if you have not seen Ghostbusters, which at this point, I don't know why you'll say to a movie podcast. Yeah, I have not seen (laughs) Ghostbusters. So uh, we start off in a spooky New York library, and we have actually Mrs. Finkel, who was uh, from Ace Ventura. You get that music? Opening is great. Yeah. Uh, Elmer Bernstein does the music in this. He doesn't get enough credit. It's amazing music. It's simple, but very effective. And I really like how they use the practical effects. They really showcase it right there. I know we're going to talk about it, but the special effects, like there's good and bad. Some of it's really good when you consider when it yes, came out, yes. but then there's a little bit of it that's like, yeah, yeah some of it is yeah, bad with the yeah. green screening or yeah. like their overlays the and stuff. The dog running but, was bad. But I feel like they started it off really good with these visual effects. Oh, yeah. Like the when, animation, the special, all of it does look very good. Like the ghosts actually look, they look very good. Like they actually took their time with it. And like you said, Nick, it's just the... Uh, Whatever it is, the bears, they're, they're yeah. a little wonky. Yeah, that's yeah. really about it. The dog yeah, yeah. A that was definitely, yeah. you could tell it's claymation. That, yeah, that's yeah. claymation. The refrigerator, so. but also when they got to go with the running in the street, it's a lot of it's body yeah. shaking. You let it slide just a oh, little sure. bit. But yeah, the, I, got you. It's sure. the, the iconic scene is the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man when yeah. he reveals he himself. Good. Yeah, he and that looked look really good. good. And literally, and I Stay watched Puff this, was from the original script, believe it or not. I watched this when I was super young, but that was the scene when it came up. I was like, oh. 
I remember this. So good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There are moments that like you like you talk about the nerdgasms from Endgame or something like that. I have nerdgasms for stuff like this because I remember I didn't see this one in the movie theater, but probably like 85 or 86. I'm five or six years old. And you know, I'm I don't even know what's going on. I don't understand the blowjob scene and some of the Walter Peck stuff, but I remember the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. I remember Gozer. I remember Slimer. That stuff, like even when you don't process the jokes and the Bill Murray stuff, it's still just amazing. Yeah. It just sits in your soul. That's like, the stuff the nostalgia that will squeeze most, yeah. at you, you know. Can't so I mean it. even though like the animation and the effects are really good, but they also like it goes hand in hand with the tone of the movie because they show you New York, but when you're looking at New York, it's very like gray and dirty yeah, with what they're yeah. filming. So yeah. the animation and the effects itself are also kind of like this they're they're a Bright little colorful but they're not as they still have a great kind of yeah tone to them okay too. i get you so it is like you're in dirty 80s you know new york city <laughs> which i think so. works <laughs> oddly enough again like what what dan Aykroyd wanted to do was him and belushi um and it was just skipping through time different times and it was just such a big yeah. budget harold ramus who wrote meatballs caddyshack stripes very experienced obviously groundhog day one of the better comedies of all time he comes in and he says look we're going to ground it in new york build up to what the state puff marshmallow man and you can keep that and like ever since then dan Aykroyd and i think he played a part in the 2016 ghostbusters has tried to expand the universe and let's go into hell or let's venture yeah. into these mm. other areas that's super cgi so i'm concerned if you let him take the script you're losing what makes it great you know which is build up to the crazy stuff you know work your way up there with comedy now, and stuff like that in this movie they make a bunch of leaps like logical leaps like but a clean 90 minutes yeah you definitely have to but you go from the ballroom scene to they're they're taking over yeah, new no, york yeah. man and <laughs> I, the ghostbusters call us <laughs> i'm ready to believe you i do like that how are we gonna pay for this you know we'll mortgage a house or something i can't <laughs> yeah. believe this chinese can't food believe is the last of our money 19 oh, percent you didn't even negotiate. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think this building should be condemned. Here. We should stay we'll here take tonight. it. <laughs> the way, the way that the they did out. it, though. The car needs wires, shocks, brakes. <laughs> the, the way that they did it, though, I feel like film producers today need to take a page out of that book. I agree. You don't yeah, have we need to, to go back to this. Yeah, you don't have to explain everything. Exactly. Just allow the I'm audience you to that. jump into the ride and let them piece it off later. You, you know, and I know you've entered into this area before, but like this is straight out of improv right we're gonna go in with a high concept this is the ghostbuster concept and we're kind of just gonna wing it and have a good time and piece it together and post and make something fun and entertaining these guys come out of sctv they come out of second city all these guys were snl something with improv background yeah, so yeah. and they know look Harold Raymond's a funny guy. Dan Aykroyd's a funny guy. Uh, uh, Ernie Hudson even is a funny guy. Ivan Reitman, obviously funny. They let Bill Murray just eat. They just like, here's a line, you feast on it, you know? <laughs> yeah. So a lot of blows your nose, you want to keep it, you know? Like, it, they play straight, man, because that's what works, man. And because of that, they just, you know, magic happened. And Lightning a lot of ad-lib, too, from Bill oh, Murray. Oh, for like, sure. All throughout yeah, this, for it's sure. a lot of ad-lib, but it works so well. That's I don't genius. know how he does it, but he does it so well. And uh, Speaking of Bill Murray, can I ask, is he typing? cast i feel like he plays this role all the time well look it was originally he's bill murray as bill murray <laughs> yeah, yeah that's let, him yeah. let me ask this question now because i he's so important to this particular movie and i fall in love with bill murray with from ghostbusters first and i move on from there i watch stripes after ghostbusters because there's some nudity and stuff in that so i had to wait till i was like 12 or something to watch that one regardless like is this a better movie with belushi does this movie work with belushi because i think it's a fair question to ask Ooh, because he um, wrote it for his buddy and wow yeah. he's writing it they find out Belushi passes away and they just naturally uh, lean toward Bill Murray and it becomes something different with Bill Murray yeah because Belushi was going to be Bill more Murray's physical character. comedy for sure it's um, more Chris Farley John Candy was actually going to be uh, Rick Moranis' yep. character too really? as well yeah, yeah so originally that could have worked yeah. I don't think that's huge there was, but... there was still some storyboards I think you can find where mm -hmm. it is actually John Candy as Rick Moranis' character running through the park he could have been the key master but, I don't, I don't uh, you know I think Belushi I, I think Belushi could have pulled it off but there's just a very special charm that I think Bill Murray brings to it he, as uh, as Benkham. It's because you're talking about crazy stuff. So when like they lose their uh, funding from the college and he's just like, I don't I think that doesn't work with Belushi because of his face and his physical comedy, but it works with Venkum. He's like, you're you're a terrible scientist, you know, like what are you even doing? Like that stuff is amazing when he's doing the thing in the beginning where the guy's like a couple of wavy lines. I'm sorry, man. It's not <laughs> <Yeah>. your day. <laughs> well, maybe my theory is correct. You know, you can like, keep your five bucks. <laughs> I think you have something, though. That's <laughs> right again. Can you see these? You know, I don't think that works as well with Belushi as it yeah. does with. So, obviously, but uh, they did Bill take Murray. as far as like with Belushi. 
and of course everybody knows of any trivia about this movie they use the likeness of Belushi or yeah. that was inspiration for the ghost Slimer yeah. and that's oh, one of the most really? iconic ghosts in this movie think about and this so, 1984 I still think that ghost was beautiful so let it me know uh, if you've heard this story before because the whole this is the whole thing surrounding around Slimer the most iconic ghost from Ghostbusters where you had Steve Johnson who was the special effects artist and he's worked on other projects like Poltergeist and American Werewolf in London and Predator and he actually talked about his process for creating Slimer. So because it wasn't always going to be, you know, just based on John Belushi, it was going to base all, there's a bunch of different molds out there that you can even look up online. And it was actually even originally called Onion Head Ghost before it was yeah, Slimer, which is weird. That, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, so that is weird. Steve Johnson, he spoke in an interview that he had gotten word that they wanted John Belushi to be the inspiration for Slimer, but he only had a 24 hour window to really get it done. And they were constantly reworking Slimer always Just from the beginning of the movie. Yes. And so to get it done, Johnson, he actually took out a bunch of headshots of Belushi. He poured a gram of Coke on yeah. one of them. <laughs> he then snorted the cocaine. And according to Johnson, in his drug-fueled frenzy, I don't he thought that the ghost of John Belushi came to him and helped him with the, sl- the Slimer what? design and then told him to lay <laughs> off the drugs. So You know what? Let's cross is... the streams. This is a great idea. Let's do it. <laughs> so there, I, I read two different interviews about this where they pulled, you know, they put it in quotations yeah. that it's Steve Johnson talking about it. And they're both a little similar, you know, where they talk. He thought he saw John Belushi's ghost to help him out the design. <laughs> and of course, it was the 80s and everybody was doing cocaine at that yeah, time. Yeah, everyone. You know, everyone was on cocaine in the 80s. As soon so. as you get into the film industry, they're like, here's your ID and here's your the cocaine. Here's your, <laughs> here's your cocaine and ID. <laughs> do you think they still do that or is it just like, uh, no, no, it's under the it. table? Yeah, it's under the table. Here's some steroids. Here's some, just some get out of jail Adderall. free cards yeah, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so that in itself is crazy too because, I mean, I mean, it's just because he had that special effects artist and he's worked on so many other iconic things too as yeah, well. Yeah. And I guess the secret is cocaine. So mm. <laughs> I mean, it works. You know, yeah. it's hard. I have so much music from the 60s and 70s that LSD and cocaine. I mean, you can't really argue with the results, right? Yeah, right. You, just can't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can criticize the results. Sure. But, you know, you, you it's get their the life, results, man. Like... Live and let live, you know? Who are we to judge? <laughs> but, Slimer, you know, watching it too, like Slimer looks good. He's like, the best he's, looking he's ghost, the best right? One. Yeah, You're not gonna I, argue. Yeah. Okay. I think that's one that like kids will when they see the Ghostbusters. That's the one. Well, that think they about pick the real the Ghostbusters. Yeah, is oh, Slimer. Yeah. He was so. iconic in the cartoon. They used oh, yeah. a lot. You know, I think so. it was. He wasn't even like officially named Slimer until the cartoons came is out. Is that what and happened? Then, yeah, and then really? he was given that nickname, the name Slimer. So, but. You kind of can see like different stories as far as like with that Slimer character. Like originally they or I think it was in a the twenty sixteen one maybe or another version where he was gonna be like a former gangster that's now like, you know, a ghost or something. That's yeah. just what he looks you like. You don't need a backstory. So, like producer don't. Ryan says, like, what's you know, let's not even yeah. it's a weird yeah. Yeah. ghost. I never asked yeah, I never asked for it. We don't but the voice it. of Zool and the voice of Slimer is Ivan Reitman, yeah. which is also Ivan pretty Reitman fascinating. Right there, so. Did you guys ever had Ecto Cooler? Of course. Yeah. yeah I love man. it. I see, man. It was pretty good, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it was. It was like a tardy sort yeah, that of. That was Slimer. Yeah, that, that was, was Slimer. Slimer. It was literally <laughs> the body of Slimer. All right. So let's talk about the other fun thing in this, the paranormal blowjob. So uh, okay. <laughs> we had is, to. Yeah. You know, I feel like that scene was much longer when I watched it as a kid, but now it just flew by it like a couple of seconds. a little out of place. I don't know it about you guys. It does feel out of place. Yeah. I, I don't, a lot of times I don't remember it. I've I always tend to forget that it's even there. I remember remembered it but i remembered it being like longer or taking yeah. part of like an actual story exactly line. me but too it wasn't it's, it's just a hard a, cut it's a hard cut in yeah. hard cut out so but it's part of uh what is that a montage yeah, yeah. where you got the taxi driver that's the skull thing there's a lot of stuff going on there all these little quick cuts but for some reason there's the, it's it's actually after the uh trap the thing no no right? it's before that this it's is when they the start getting explodes? big okay yeah. so yeah, yeah. It's it's during the taxi big. cab when you're starting to see ghosts and stuff like that right it's in there yes yes it's when they're doing the montage of uh we're so we're getting more successful so I looked up as far as like what their original plans were for that. So I guess what they were trying to do is originally it was scripted as a love a interest for Dan I mean... Aykroyd. So yeah, <laughs> Interesting. so that was the whole idea behind the blowjob scene was this was going to be a love interest for Dan Aykroyd. And they asked like Ramus and Aykroyd about it. You know, why did you kind of keep it in there? Why did you take that whole entire storyline out? And of course, Ramus is just like, well, it just wouldn't work. You know what I mean? The movie's yeah. already kind of long enough. Yeah. We got a lot to tell. Yeah. We can't you... throw a story, a love storyline <laughs> in there. Yeah. While we want to, you know, get you to the can jet, you know, so the puff tell man, so. that like Dan Aykroyd has like a, a dry erase board that is full of just 
nonsense. <laughs> you know what I mean? That costs like millions and millions of dollars, and Harold Ramis is just crossing everything off one at a time. Yeah. You know? like, He's come got on, Daniel, vodka, vodka skull, yeah. and circles. Movie takes place in hell, cross that off, put in New York, you know, like it's but, one uh, at a time. Dan Aykroyd hands him, he's like, here's a script, and he's like, what script? This is just a list of things you want to do. <laughs> Look, they start the movie without the finished script, too. They they needed to squeeze it in. They had to finish it in so, 13 months. So. Now, I may be... Was he wearing, like, a weird costume when he was laying in that bed? He's fully clothed he's in fully, bed, which yeah, is he's fully clothed, That's but one yeah, weird thing. Isn't, so, isn't he wearing, like, shoulder pads or something? Or some sort of, like... I don't remember like, It's a little that, hard no, to kind of yeah. notice because it is just, like, a quick bit in the yeah, montage. It's also 1984, there, so, so you gotta factor that into the fashion. It looked like he was wearing a costume. That's what so, I'm getting at. It is funny, too, because when... when Dan Aykroyd made a comment about it as well when they asked him you know he talks about like in paranormal research that's like a common thing he's just like ghosts do sexual things to people and he goes to say <laughs> so, I have a I have a friend who had a, who had three women visit him in a haunted house and, in and Louisiana look, and you, I'm just like you cannot, what are you watching <laughs> you cannot talk about this movie without tipping your hat to Dan Aykroyd his father was like wrote a book about ghosts he had oh, really a, he had like an aunt or something that was like a spiritualist so he and he has always been fascinated up into writing this movie and even past this so he is the genesis of the whole thing you know because really? his whole family yeah, okay. has this weird history with like the paranormal so well, it was like somewhat legit i guess i guess so. i believe him now when he says that yeah. ghosts apparently do sexual things to you yeah you know I, with well, or without consent well, i watched yeah. those id channel stuff and the history channel ghost hunters like well, that i've never pretty... seen a ghost hunter oh you like haven't that, watched any yeah. of that well i've seen it but not like it's a lot of like the like... camera and noise yeah that, and that, nothing that happens stuff. but yeah. still you know regardless but i don't know people are fascinated by it that's all it all makes sense i don't know if you've ever seen the commercial of him talking about his Christmas skull of vodka it is yeah, crazy it's crazy you should have watched that yeah. and then now it all makes sense what does he say in his Christmas, <laughs> in his Christmas skull well like vodka he talks thing. about how uh, he goes into the, the lore of the Christmas skulls and stuff like that and I wanted to create something that is just as, is this uh, after Indiana Jones and the kingdom of the crystal skulls no, it was or before, before? It's it was before, before. yeah so it's that's definitely where Spielberg before. got the idea from so. <laughs> and then <laughs> I'll ride for that movie he most talks of it. about most of it he talks about <laughs> how he filters his vodka through diamonds and that's what makes it special it must you be nice to... being rich, you know? Like <laughs> I didn't choose anything. Did you choose anything? I didn't choose anything, Ray. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man, he's crazy. I, I think... can't believe that. filtering vodka with diamonds. Yeah, yeah, because he talks about the different filtration processes for vodka, and he says ours is special because we filter it through diamonds, and if, I don't it, know what it does, but if you like it does Diamonds are forever. If you, <laughs> like S, uh, if you like Saturday Night Live, you should go back and YouTube some of the SCTV stuff because it's like an offshot offshoot kind of improv show like Saturday Night Live is. Yeah, yeah. He's really, really funny on it. But oddly enough, Dan Aykroyd, Driving Miss Daisy, really, really good performance. I think he was nominated for an Oscar for that, actually. And um, the uh, what was the uh, the movie with James Brown that I kind of thought was crappy? He's in it. I think he plays the manager for part of that movie. Also really good. Mm. So he can like deliver these sort of drama performances uh, from time to time. But he's obviously a crazy person with these bold, <laughs> big ideas and yeah, probably be a great pitch man. And I think he's a great actor. His character, I think he did really the well. The Blues Brothers. I yeah. mean, just that oh, yeah, alone. Yeah, true. I mean, it's unbelievable. But his, but his facial work. And he played work, straight man again in that. Really. Yeah, but his facial work, the way he delivers his lines, yeah. I thought it was he's pretty good. He's an innocence good. that's needed out of the group. One of them had yes, to be sort yes. of the kid, and he was the kid. Wasn't there like one of the one of the group members didn't like each other out of the Yeah, Ernie Hudson. Ernie, they, or they didn't like Ernie Hudson. Not our, Wasn't there other ones, too? with something with Harold Ramis also and like Bill Murray or Zidane Aykroyd. Well, I or... think they all argued, but they all had sort of a collective. They've all worked together before. You know, yeah. Harold Ramis and Bill Murray in Stripes. Like, it's not like they don't know each other. So it was me. Yeah, I think Bill Murray, it, Bill Murray was always a constant point of contention because I think Aykroyd always wants to make three, four, five. He wanted a franchise. Yeah. And that's the antithesis of what Bill Murray wanted. He just wanted the one and done. They had to really squeeze him to get him to do Ghostbusters 2, which I think is a pretty good movie, all things considered. Mm -hmm. um, so there was always contention there. I and then they all made different money off of it. So I think there was some contention with the real Ghostbuster cartoons, some stuff like that. And, oh, I, yeah, and yeah, I, okay. I, I heard all that, and that seems like this normal like business. But nothing fair. that was like brutal. But I don't I, think it ever got super bad. I don't know, man. I, well, I definitely could be wrong, and this could be just word of mouth. I don't know. I think it was Bill Murray with Ernie Hudson or something. They always butted heads, even throughout. Uh, yeah, Ernie Hudson people. was the was definitely the outsider. Is he in the second one? He's in the second one. Yeah, okay. he's good in the second but one too. There was crucial. He's actually the POV character because everybody else is sort of crazy and weird and then Ernie Hudson comes in and gets to be the normal guy but I remember I stuff that'll turn you white 
<laughs> I, I heard something that they wanted to introduce it again. They wanted to do some sort of offshoot or some spinoff, but they didn't include him in any of the planning or any of the talks for it. Like that's de- there's Hudson definitely yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay yeah, yeah there's definitely truth to that story. I read that story too. You know, honestly, they have done so much with the Ghostbuster name and franchise. It's a billion dollar name basically. Yeah, yeah. Over the course of time since '84, so yeah, I think there has been stuff like that. Usually, the genesis of it is the money. Mm. So. It's all about the money. But you got to oh, have yeah. them all. I think they all play an important part, even Ernie Hudson. You know? Yeah, you know, super I, important. I, mean, I, agree. I, I agree. I think of him as the four. And know, it's crazy so. that this is a billion dollar industry with only two movies in. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. at least from yeah. the franchise. Like, we did get the course of 2016, and I, but you know, you can really exclude that because it is a reboot. It's not. Yeah, really, yeah. And it's, it's sort of broke even itself. when you look at the total money. It, it loses money for the studio, but real, real close to breaking even, even yeah. though it was a failure, basically. And then, of course, merchandising, because that's what yeah, I'm saying. That's really Again, where it's they at, spent so. the extra money on this movie with the idea that, like, maybe we can sell some toys out of it. And we talk about 1989 Batman in a, in a previous pod where, like, the toys, they weren't producing enough toys out of those stories. So they adjust over time. I think Ghostbusters 2 had the same kind of problem. They want to put some more ghosts and stuff in there to sell more toys especially since the cartoon was going at that point so really like the, all that extra money comes from the cartoons and the toys and the video games like that's it man it's the name and everybody's taking one percent mm-hmm. half a percent two percent so you know that's where the contention sort of comes in so now with the second one because you have it where there's that sort of love connection between bill murray and sigourney weaver Dana and then in yeah. the second one sigourney so weaver's in it but she has a kid and then they Oscar. never they never mentioned who the who the father of the kid was. Was it not necessary? Again, yeah. don't you don't have to answer all the questions. It doesn't really, really matter. I, I would assume it was like, you know, the second best cellist in the orchestra or something. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's How the dare stiff, not you know? be Bill Murray? So <laughs> who's now, who's in the picture again? Igo? Vigo? Vigo. Vigo, Vigo is yeah, the baby. Vigo, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the baby. That's the that's <laughs> the baby. dad. That's the dad. That's why he wanted the baby. <laughs> was the second one as successful as the first one, like popularity wise with the fans? Like so the fans it doesn't Rate as high on Metacritic or Rotten Tomatoes, but it definitely turned a profit. I loved okay. it. That's why I, I, I saw that more recently than I did. Yeah, I remember like, it, and I actually really like it. You I've know, it's two in so the box, ready I've to go. It, so, we be but... fast and we be slow. You know, like there's <laughs> some good stuff in there. You know, the courtroom scene I like, and the and the graphics and that got better. Technology got better in part because that's '89, isn't it? Yeah, '89, no, yeah. where they started to get a little bit better with that stuff. So '84 starts it, and then all these studios sort of offshoot, start kind of starting from Ghostbusters to do these graphic effects art studios and stuff, where they're starting to do practical and special effects mm-hmm. and mixing it together more so now have you seen any of the cartoons at all or? i saw all the 86 run of the real ghostbusters okay. and i saw the one before that with the gorilla um that was also on and off oh so that was a separate yeah, thing that's was a separate like, one. oh that wow, one was okay. called ghostbusters the real ghostbusters actually had ivan reitman involved and that was the one with the characters from the movie that's so, why and then the i saw one real other cartoon there. somewhere in there but there's it wasn't uh that what was it the extreme ghostbusters i think it was like which that. was like 97 yeah. I caught like the first episode of that one. It was fine. Yeah, you know, it, fine. It, it was, it was about yeah. as just as fine as you think. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't anything crazy. Is it did it... remind me of like men in black cartoon series. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was going to, I was going to bring up men in black because it's high concept too. Like, is this something we care about? Men in black kind of associated with aliens is ghost. One of those premises that's always going to be like big play in Hollywood. I think so. I mean, yeah. I would say so. And is there room for such a big genre? Well, yeah, I think there's that's, a comedy. With I think it too. like we're starved for that. All we have are so like too. Cute, like uh, horror kind of ghosts. Yeah, and stuff paranormal like that. activity. That's all we really like, have. We don't have a lot sense. of like we talk Cast- about Wayne. Uh, one of the Wayne brothers. He did. Uh, a, oh a yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that counts, but <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, that's just that's one of those movies. I don't yeah. know what they're called or what the genre is, but they're just. But when I spoofs. when I think about like comedy horror movies or comedy like paranormal movies, yeah. all I can think about are kids movies. No human being would ever stack books like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now so you need true. something like, a little more adult, right? Yeah, you need something adult, that you can cross over. That mix, yeah. Because yeah. kids watched 84 uh, Ghostbusters. It was a big kids movie. That's why the toys and the cartoons it's came Stranger out, Things right? too, yeah. But yeah. this is, like you said, it's kind of an adult movie, this movie, for the most part. So you got to have something that crosses over. That's why I wanted 2016 to work, even though you know I was a little bit unsure because nobody was involved that I wanted to be involved, really. Um, but I thought there was room in the zeitgeist for something like that. You yeah. Know? So for more Ghostbusters, yeah, like yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think it definitely would have turned at least the franchise in a better direction if they went with like the animated movies, because at least that's how you're going to get the kids. You I would have been fine with and it. You so, probably would have got but, Bill Murray to participate. If, yeah. You know? Because yeah. it's so easy. All you have to he, do is voice record. You <laughs> he never mean? commits like, to anything. So, but a cartoon, he would have eventually showed up for that. I yeah. Think. <laughs> I mean, it's so easy. You just you record at your house, and then you send in the recording or however they do it, and then you know <laughs> that's. 
reminds it. me of the so. time you tried to drill a hole in your head. That would have <laughs> <That> worked. worked. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you stopped it until you stopped me. So. <laughs> yeah, but there, there's a lot good that came from, like, at least with the Ghostbusters. And at least it's so 80s. Like, everything just oh, yeah. watching it. It's oh, so yeah. 80s. It's still a classic. You know, the animation, I think, re- or the special effects do work really well, especially for that time. You know, of course, you've got the wonky little bear things. But, you know, hey, you're the gate master and the yeah. gatekeeper. So. <laughs> key master and the gatekeeper. The I, I would say this. So, so 20s, 30s, and I'm the old man here. How does it age? How does it hold up? I think age is pretty well. Would you show it to your kids? Yeah, I'd show it to my kids. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. are you, producer Same Ryan? here. Yeah, yeah. same here. Maybe if there's like a version we can kind of cut out the ghost blowjob scene. I leave it you in. Know, at least I'll leave Listen, it in. gotta understand the real world, man. <laughs> yeah. There are there are definitely movies that like stand the test of time, and I I think this is one of them. Yeah, this is this is one of them where it's just who hasn't seen Ghostbusters? Yeah, right. I mean, we're getting a, a new one with Paul Rudd and the Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah, Afterlife. And, yeah, and Afterlife. I'm, after watching this again, I am definitely looking forward to it. I hope it works out, but we'll see. I think I think it's. It's really strong that's going to work out because you got Ivan Reitman attached to it, right? Or exactly. I think he's executive producing yeah, yeah. or producing, so, and his son, which we already did one of his yeah. movies, Up in the Air. He also did Thank You for Smoking. He was part of Juno, and I directed Juno. Um, so he's a guy who does like these sort of. We talked about it. He takes like the big moment and works backwards. I don't know if that works for Afterlife. Yeah, I'm not sure how you would do that with Afterlife. When but... I, back in the day, when I would write a lot, my Ghostbusters three script, I, I almost venture to say like was relatively close to what they're going to do. Of course, I haven't seen Afterlife. I don't know, but it was basically Egon had a kid. It was with Janine Melmitz and uh, Venkman had a kid. It turns out it would be Oscar from Ghostbusters 2. And then what happened was they franchised out after the events of Ghostbusters 2. So they got big. They don't have to do ghostbusting anymore. Something huge happens in the Midwest. The franchise guys go to take it down and they all get sort of trapped in some kind of weird thing. And the real Ghostbusters have to go and save and them. Save them. Okay. Something to those. Maybe they're going to do something in that neighborhood. I don't know. But I mentioned it before and I'm still concerned that in this movie in the Ghostbusters, it was more of like a, the adults were the leads and this one it has a Stranger Things kind of yeah. feel or a super well, Stranger kind of Things feel. stole it, from one. yeah yeah, yeah. No, it, they stole from things. the Ghostbusters you know like they taken from this movie basically but, but it's it's Stranger focusing Things stole from a lot of Goonies yeah I'd say Ghostbusters and Goonies the most yeah probably Stephen but, King just yeah yeah, yeah. 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 but I feel yeah. like it's focusing on the kids and their adventure whereas this one was about a bunch of adults but there's room for that in this universe so I don't think it's necessarily the wrong idea I thought I was jarred like when we saw the trailer for afterlife okay they're a little young that's a little bit weird but i do think there's room for that yeah yeah and i just think that they're dealing with different uh like things in their life different details this is gonna be kids in high school or whatever or, or middle school or whatever and they're gonna be dealing with their own dramas and then ghosts appear these are like adults trying to start a business and then finding it the to EPA, be man. Yeah, yeah finding it to be wildly successful which was another interesting thing about this movie how do you guys feel about the story that it was gozer was big in samaria yeah. <laughs> that it's um it's not an underdog story it's not a hero's tale or anything Doesn't like need that to be. everything Anti- works out for yeah. them yeah. like great ending clean ending but once the ghostbusters they become on top really quickly and then they stay on top there's no dip tell there's them about no, the twinkie man no fall from grace yeah, yeah, yeah there's no fall from grace there's no adversity except for the EPA which they built him up as a big How about jerk. the EPA is a bad guy? Yeah, William he, Atherton yeah, also from yeah. Die Hard 2 by the way. Yeah. Great little boy. He's a great character actor. He's such a good dick in this movie. Yeah. He really is. Yeah, he really is. He, <laughs> Mr. Pecker over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. This man has no penis. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> so I know when I was looking it up, like part of the original idea too, when they had to scale it back, was that they were already like established Ghostbusters, and that was kind of like a talking point. Like I don't as far like that. As, like, well, yeah. they kind of threw it as like maybe a potential idea for uh, a sequel. I think before 2016 came out, where oh, yeah, they were gonna have it where ghosts became so mundane, where they basically did just turn into like your pest control. If it's connected, for ghosts, and mm. so and actually That's when they weird. were reworking the script, that was Ackroyd that said make them more like exterminators, right? Yeah, you know, that must be some cockroach bite your head off, man. Like, <laughs> like that kind of works because they're in slummy New York in the 80s. Like it works that they just be regular guys, yeah, you know, taking care of business. But I think if you were gonna connect the 2016 ghost 
Ghostbusters, they would have been better off making it commonplace and they franchise out. And there's a bunch yeah. of them. That was kind of my idea. I thought that would be smart. You know, yeah, kind and of that would have been the smart decision. And you could do to... it without the originals. Or yeah, most of them. They know, can do it. To. And that would have been the smartest way to do it, is make it more you know commonplace Universal, and then have a yeah. big bad start to yeah. you know come up. Yeah, it's and super that's how you expand the or, universe. Yeah, you know, there's, there's you don't have to everywhere. restart from zero. Yeah. You know? Or they make a exactly. Or they make a franchise and have a second branch. Exactly. They mention franchising in this one, which is why I always thought we got to include it in the third one. And you know, Dan Aykroyd's in Casper as well. Yeah, yeah, he's in the Casper in the Ghostbuster suit, which is amazing. They couldn't they couldn't handle the whatever ghosts were in the house. So we're gonna we're gonna ask the practical question: How is Elvis? How is he doing? And have you seen him? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that's all I got for Ghostbusters. Is anything you guys want to throw in there? Should we move on to a rating? (laughs) I think we've said it all, man. Yeah, I think we said uh, it all. Although there is a lot to be said about Ghostbusters, and it is a favorite among uh, among people our age. Clean watch. I'd say that it's one of the rare movies where shorter is better for me. Yeah. Keep it tight. Keep it moving. Have a good time. I don't need a lot of stuff to happen at the ending. The ground breaks. They fall in. They come back out. They walk up the stairs. They defeat Gozer. Stay puffed. <laughs> cross see you the later. Streams. Yeah. That's it, man. That's it. Have a cross good one. Streams. Yeah, we didn't talk about the the climax, though. Like, we didn't talk about Stay Puff. Ah, oh, whatever. You guys know it. I mean, Just stay, watch the yeah, movie. Stay Puff. I mean, <laughs> I didn't what, choose what's, anything. What's to it? I mean, they blow him up with the... Well, they... They yeah. catch him on fire, yeah. and then once they kill, uh, was it Zora or Zulu? Gozer, Gozer, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah. Gozer. Yeah. Once they kill Gozer, and by crossing the streams, Gozer just. What'd well, you think of Gozer? Awesome. Great outfit, good makeup. Yeah, I love that. I <laughs> yeah. feel the David practical Bowie vibe. effects versus uh, <laughs> one thing I want to mention. Uh, this at the end of the movie. All right, they're like all sad about Sigourney Weaver. That gets Weaver. the marshmallow. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> they're they're Crowd all pleaser. they're all upset about Sigourney Weaver's character not being there yeah. and the dog and stuff like well, that. Lewis Tully too. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. But all of a sudden like the paw breaks and then there's a hand there they just fought against gozer right they should be on edge right now if they saw a hand coming out of like a thing do these guys look like guys that are on edge i feel like they've never been on edge (laughs) first of all they shot Call it karma. First Come of all, on, man, they shot, you don't worry about nothing. They shot a maid Couple with of their proton lines. packs because the maid was coming up too quick. You're That's telling her me, fault. You're telling <laughs> me just in, walking around with a couple of nuclear accelerators on her back. You know, what's the problem? But you're telling me in that no moment with test. all the stress that just happened, they're not going to go, ah, and then just shoot at that big carcass? I would they say shot the maid and they're, they're just uh, like, I'm sorry. Uh, we thought you were someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I would say they're probably experienced like at that point because uh, they did a month. Montage, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They did a montage. 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 So that's all you, you can't, yeah, you can't ask the same questions you would ask <laughs> once you get a blowjob. Like very that. true. Yeah. Very true. Once it's, you get a BJ a from like a ghost, that. yeah, you know, is anything going to surprise you? Yeah, nothing surprises <laughs> you anymore. Gods from you know whatever plane of existence that was from and if anybody asks you if you're a god you always say yes so. if anybody asks you if you're a god you say yes <laughs> that's true you do do that but so. if you take anything from the movie remember that uh, uh, in the deleted scenes though right after he got the blowjob from the from the ghost yeah. he said Bustin makes me feel good oh my god <laughs> <laughs> something I would do there's no question right. about it <laughs> so this is obviously a classic it's still enjoyable to watch I'm just gonna rate it I'm gonna give it a 7 you know? 7 yeah, it's I'm strong. gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it a good strong. It's not strong seven. enough, but it's all right. It's we'll strong. I think it's strong for current. I'll for current, roll the karate mats up, but we'll accept that answer. <laughs> you know what? I I have a lot of positive feelings toward this movie. It was good when I first saw it, and it's still good now. Um, I'm not trying to nitpick on anything. So I'm going to give it an eight point five. Eight point five is strong. Ooh, I do dig that. Weekend at Bernie's. For, right that's you're in Weekend at Bernie's territory, and I will say, for me, obviously there's nostalgia involved. So keep it in mind, I'm a little bit older. I love this movie. I had all the toys. I watched everything about it. I always wanted more sequels like Dan Aykroyd did. I wanted Ghostbusters 3. I drew cartoons of it in my classes at school. So (laughs) I'm a huge fan. So for me, on the Shawshank scale, it's a strong nine. Okay. It touches the top 10. It's been in the top 10 before. It's kind of peaked in and out. Uh, It's an easy rewatch. It's never homework. And I do think, um, you know, this was the biggest movie in 1984, Moneymaker, domestically. You want to know what number two was? An 84 Terminator. Indiana Jones and, and the Temple of Doom. Oh, the Temple of Doom. Oh, and I think this okay. movie doesn't get enough credit for it. It's only 90 minutes. There's a lot of questions and they keep it moving, but he's got the Tobin Spirit Guide, the Samaria stuff in there. There's a little bit of true stuff that's weaved in, in a little bit. So I think that like it's just begging for a bigger franchise to open up yeah. that world. And, and there's so many possibilities you yeah. can do with it too. There's so I, much wiggle room. And, and there was a lot. As you said, it's already a billion dollars, but I just wished, I wished already there was more. You know, I'm getting yeah. old now, so I won't appreciate it the same way, but I hope... 
Afterlife is good, and I hope we get more out of this. So this was oh, the yeah. number one movie in number 84? Number Temple of Doom Temple was number Doom. two. Yep. I wonder where I think Terminator Gre- was. Gremlins like... was up there. Yeah, Gremlins. Uh, Terminator oh, yeah, yeah. A ton. Yeah, there was a couple other ones that were yeah. big there. All right. So we're going to move on to We've Got Mill. If you have a question, insane fan theory, or an episode idea, you can email us at talkingflick at gmail.com. Talkingflick at gmail.com. All right. So I got an email here from Nathan who says, Jared Leto has spoken openly about there being enough footage for an entire Joker movie from the production of Suicide Squad. he wasn't speaking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think they should release this footage so we can all see Leto's performance? Uh, What if he's the best Joker and all his best stuff just ended up on the cutting room floor? Who wrote this email? Nathan. Nathan, Yeah. Thank you, Nathan, for the email i'm gonna answer this no no <laughs> i'll take that I mean, one <laughs> i'd be curious as to see it i'd watch I, it if it came out yeah if it I, came don't out, I don't think they should do like a you know release re-release suicide squad and be like here's the joker cut somebody want to say i think they somebody should just, say it for me too many jokers too many jokers <laughs> i think they should just put it out there like on the internet youtube put out whatever scenes he did have yeah fine leave them as is and just leave it like charge that. a buck so, for it sure, i mean I'll that movie it. was a mess Always Total a mess. mess. Like, just it didn't have to be that it much sh- of a mess, have, but it, it should have been huge. an eleven-minute music video. So yeah. he's saying that there's enough footage to make a movie. Is it a coherent story, or is so it just shot? That was no. Joker? How could how could it be a coherent story? <laughs> Suicide Squad was it's a mess. <laughs> so that was the thing. So when Suicide came out, or sorry, right before it came out. It was so popular. Like a lot of people wanted to see this movie. It had like it had a, a cool had, trailer. Yeah, it had a really good cool. and cool trailer. So it had a really big following. True. Yeah, people I were do really that. on board. They really wanted Jared Leto as Joker. You know, before the movie came out. And even like it's funny because when you watch the interviews before the movie release, and you see Jared Leto giving his interviews, and he's just so happy to talk about this role that he did. He's, you know, <laughs> just how far I think he got. He to be liked an himself as the Joker more than so, anybody else. Did. I think so too. Yeah, but then of course, when the movie came out and they saw the final product, that's was one of Jared Leto's big things. Is he said there was more things that I had did in that movie that just completely ended up on the cutting room floor. And that's one of the things he said is if there is more, there is enough footage out there for them to do like an entire Joker movie with what I gave them, but they just didn't include it in there. And of course, one of the biggest like issues with suicide squad is you can completely cut out Joker's, you know, character from that movie. Yeah. And it works perfect. I, I was it works just about better, to say, you know, yeah. if not actually a little bit more coherent. Cause in, in the they actual made movie, him the big bad, but yeah, in, in the actual movie, he's like, what? What, 10, 10 minutes of it? 10, Something 12 like minutes, if that. Yeah. There's some yeah, stuff in there that well, intrigued me, but when he just disappears off the helicopter, it's sort of Yeah, it's, and that movie is just a huge mess. Yeah. I, you know, like editing-wise, directing-wise, the fact that they hired the people who did the basically the trailer for them to edit this thing together, you know, the movie, that's why it felt like such a music video. Like, they did a good <laughs> job with, like, that first trailer, but, you know, you had that company that just did really trailers and then you're editing the whole entire movie together. The soundtrack was good, though. I really liked the sound, it. Yeah. I mean, it gets <laughs> a bad. little, it gets a a little old. So, I mean, like, I'd be curious to see what he actually wanted to bring to that role because we don't have everything out there that, you know, he did do. I'm sure he's awful in it, but I still want to see it. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want to see how awful yeah, he is. I honestly thought that supermodel lady that played the weird bad guy uh, Carla Delanueve or whatever her name is. Oh, the witch? or I, Yeah, the yeah. witch lady, whatever. That was utter nonsense. The There's... CGI was bad and it made no freaking sense. Why not, if you're going to introduce another Joker, yet another one, why not make him the big bad? It was yeah. stupid. There's the a lot. Was there was a lot of odd choices yeah. just with that movie. I think they shouldn't have gone with Will Smith as Deadshot. They I don't think that's it. I think, that. honestly, it was sure? a director. A yeah, guy yeah, who had movies. Sure. So, so, I think he would have been well, fine. I mean, it's it not that, right. that he wasn't fine in it. I think it's just you have too much star power. Yeah. And when you have too much star power, you have all these Bad actors boys struggling. And Aladdin. To you got to let go of this Will Smith is a failure. But, He's crushing well, it. Well, no, no, no. I'm, all I'm saying is, you know, when you have too much star power in that movie, they're all struggling yeah. for that top. You know what I mean? They're and all struggling for that know. spotlight. I don't remember thinking, you know, the guy but who I played do, Captain Boomerang was, you know, <laughs> I do remember. Remember. you've got Margot Robbie. You've got eh. also Jared Leto. You have so eh. many characters. I, I, I do remember, though, that it was because of Will Smith that he wanted to portray his character a certain way that it wasn't true to his Deadshot character because he wanted to seem more like a family man and his yeah. daughter and stuff because he didn't want bad branding for him. I don't yeah. think that storyline didn't work. At least we got a little backstory once too as well. You yeah, know what I mean? Come on, that's the iconic. Okay, so yeah. that would be the piece, like, right? Why? You would have to say, Will Smith, you want to be in this movie, you're going to have to share time and you're going to have to wear the stupid mask. Oh, he's not going to do be that. Yeah. He's not yeah. going to do so that. Then that's play Gemini a different Man part. right yeah. there. You then know? play a different part. He has to share them, his movie with himself. Like yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to be a CGI uh, genie, so he, of course he's not going 
to wear the mask. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I'd be curious to see what actually was just in that leftover, what was on the cutting room floor with specifically Jared Leto. But I'm sure it's all bad because you just look at it. I mean, of course, when the trailer came out, everyone was so excited. And then right as soon as it released and like it was like that opening weekend, it's just like, man, what it, the hell happened? It's one of those textbook events where like they release a little bit of footage and you get the trailer and he, it looks like a different take. He's got the teeth, the tattoos, yeah. something different than what we've already seen. And then you get almost none of it. You get no sort of backstory, no sort of character uh, motivation. So what's the point then? Yeah. You know, either take him out entirely or let him do more. Yeah. And, it's, and they it's just, just like you sat in the middle and it was cut weird. that out yeah, too. And so. that's the thing. So, so one Nathan, day we'll talk about Suicide Squad. And So Nathan, I think you got your answer right there yeah no no absolutely not. maybe but probably not <laughs> there's a slim chance we will survive <laughs> so. all right so we move on to our next segment recommendation anything you guys caught over the week or the weekend that you want to recommend i can go first on all this right. one so yeah. i'm still doing atlanta missing and murdered same here i'm caught episode up so. four so it turns out episode five was on my dvr but it was just a rerun of two oh, it said okay. five so it threw me off a little bit but i'm dying for that one that's uh sunday it should premiere and we'll you know finish that one up yeah i now have reservations about wayne williams like everybody else does. yeah um but I, you know it's still a weird cat and just a just a, another I, great hbo documentary yeah definitely watching it like after that end of the first i don't know it just it gets a little crazy. We'll talk There's a little still bit more physical evidence. There's still a lot we can yeah. say that this guy fits the profile. He checks so many boxes. But, yeah, I don't know. But even then, yeah, piece, even so. then. It's and just, it's a lot of murders, so the idea that it would be just one person is somewhat silly. Too, yeah, so. there's got to be other murders in there. So I'm curious to see where they're going to take this. But it's just, it's so odd that they're just not willing to accept that he has any part of it, like, at all. And especially, like, even... I there's, think there are some. There's, there are some there's, that there's some, there's some really linking stuff. Even when they try to, like, discredit the nylon, that's still very linking, you know, Unfortunately, him to those crime scenes. We, we talked about it with the Zodiac episode, and I think uh, corruption in the police... This is why you can't have corruption. It has to be as fair as possible. Justice system has to work, because anytime you open the door for questions... You know, it's like the truth yeah. doesn't matter. And that's a that's a bummer. And I think also it's just because there was no answer. You have all these people shooting for like insane theories. You know, they think like at the time, like the president of the United States killed the case. They thought it was like the vice president. So well, it's the really one witness weird. in the laundromat. And, that's pretty legit. And, so and yeah, the, the one with the laundromat, that one is. So, I mean, there's just a lot of it, too. And especially like with some of the interviews they have, like, I don't know if you notice, it, it just says historian yeah. or it just says some weird, <laughs> it says some yeah, weird odd always, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they're steering so, you. I think they're trying to prevent something that's really messy yeah so i think that's part of the problem and i also think like if that guy killed a couple of the kids and wayne was only convicted of two is it two that it I was think two was? but it weren't with the kids that were and they connected them to the other yeah. 10 but there's 30 that we're yeah. talking about so to have families out there it's not wrong for them to be saying banging their fists and saying answer what happened to my kid yeah where's the justice for mine i'm number 19 where is that justice? yeah and, and it is fair you know it yeah. is insane because because he tried him he's convicted for the two of the murder it was out of 30 right two or, and it's both the older ones yeah think, so it's right? two of the older ones out of 30 but they closed all the other cases yeah. by saying he did it but they didn't try and their justification and is so, the murder stopped. that's yeah that's not good enough yeah I'm that's sorry, not good enough yeah. yeah no i agree with you so there are there are things where i'm just like okay these most of these people that are interview i'm like I don't know what you're smoking or what you're we'll, doing. We'll chat you know? about it a little bit like, when the episode five. Yeah, uh, I'm just up. like, for starters, you can't have vigilantes in your neighborhood, regardless <laughs> of how well you think they're well. protecting people. You know, like <laughs> I'll take Ben Affleck in my neighborhood. Yeah, I take <laughs> Tom Cruise in my neighborhood. So, oh, oh yeah, yeah, Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise yeah. 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 in his neighborhood he's out five there. Four. He's not protecting any of us. I don't know, man. That's Jack Reacher, but he's ripped, man. He's ripped. Yeah, he is. That's not my Jack Reacher. Crazy man. Quick, quick shout out: The Last Dance for Michael Jordan. Still watching that. Still really like that for sports fans. And I did see HBO's Bad Education. Yeah, great no, performances. Just saw it too. Yeah, yeah so great. great performances. But I think they focused on the wrong thing. They had these big characters. Uh, obviously, those two guys are good, Allison Janney and Hugh Jackman. They did great jobs. But I think they should have focused on the school part because the school breaks the story. Yeah, that's what they should have focused on. I think they gave that a little shortness. But other than that, I really liked it anyway. I really liked it too. I really liked Bad Education. Just like you like seeing Hugh Jackman on of there, of course. And yeah. I could have swore that was Tony Collette, but it's not. It's not. It's it Allison Janney from The West Wing. Just Come like on, her. CJ. Oh my god! Well, I didn't watch The West Wing. <laughs> She's but... Amazing. She's a great actress. <laughs> uh, but I also make you caught um, Extraction with Chris Hemsworth. Oh, and nice. So, uh, just fine. You know, yeah. like the action is pretty solid. Um, it does good get a production value. Yeah, good production value. I heard good things about so, it. 
I mean, as far as it being like that Netflix straight to you know straight to movie, as far as action goes, I'd say it's one of the better ones for sure. Yeah, probably okay within with that. that specific yeah, sure, genre. Sure. You know what yeah. I mean? So there's a movie with Triple Frontier and Extraction. If you if you have sex with each other, I think the baby of that movie would be pretty, <laughs> would be pretty good. Yeah, I think so. one is too far this way, one is too far that way, but somewhere in the, in the middle. middle. Little. Yeah. Um, I also caught the uh, the R. Kelly documentary that's on oh, Netflix. Oh no, too. man! You were just oh, killing us with these. Come on, man! First, no, it's dog. not the first one, but it's about Tigers the aftermath. That's trap. R. Kelly. Uh, so there's like there's there's two different documentaries R. Kelly that are on Netflix. There's so more there's, than that. Oh, on Netflix only. I think okay, it's yeah. on Netflix only. So like there is one where it's like the survivors. So specifically with the survivors, and then this one is kind of like it's with the survivors, but you also get R. Kelly's like brothers in there too as well. And they go a little bit into there. It's all messed up, man. Like, it's all so crazy. Like, I knew he was up to some, like, really bad stuff. But then watching, I'm just like, oh, yeah, you were really, like, fishing for a while. Like, that is just insane. It's yeah, man, disturbing. It's pretty terrible. Yeah, it's pretty dog. bad. So, But that's what I watched. <laughs> I believe I can fly. Oh, I man. know. Space Jam will never be the same. No, you have to Devastating. separate art from the person. Dog. Literally, when <laughs> Michael Jackson to. comes on satellite radio, I have to change the channel. And it kind of breaks my heart. But that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, anything you caught over the week or the weekend, right? Well, I'm going to take your advice i haven't watched it yet but i did get apple tv and nice. i am oh, going really? to check out servant, servant. yeah is it hard to do because i got the link i just haven't done it oh uh, no it's not that hard okay. to do all you gotta do is defending your... jacob the morning show <laughs> and servant right? yeah Those i'm curious about defending jacob i haven't heard anything about it but Looks other than great. just the trailer and... but i'm excited for it i've actually been wanting a little bit of horror i was thinking about yeah. it for a while did you watch any of it uh, no, no, I haven't okay. watched it yet, but I'm planning on it. It's my day off, so I, I may be throwing it I'll off. wait for your opinion. <laughs> yeah, wait for, yeah I'm curious it. what you think of it. So, yeah. All right, next week we're going to be doing Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, George Miller in our Oh, show. yeah. Mad Max Fury Road. I think, is that 2015 or 2014? I'd 20, have to look it up. It's nominated for Best Picture, right? I think. Yeah, I think it, it was. Did it win? Like, uh, I can't no, remember. No, I oh, okay. So I want to say it's like <laughs> 20, give it it's to Mad be Max. 2015 or 2014. <laughs> he, did he win Best 2015. Director? 2015. I think he, I think he did win Best Director, though. Oh, he did? Yeah. yeah so uh, next week we'll be doing Mad Max. It's not available anywhere on streaming, but um, you can find it on the internet. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. talking flick. That's what we yeah, do here. Yeah. You have to pay for it. You got to go to Voodoo. You got to pay the two ninety nine. Yeah. You know what? Disney Plus and all these streaming services they should be giving us money right hey, you now. Can, you could make us. You could make us watch Rise of Skywalker on the fourth if you want to. Ooh, yeah. you, know, you want to do that know. one? We, we got more to say about it. Again, do it. I don't I, know if I got more to say about it. Or just watch it in December. There, yeah, there you if go. You just pull December. the little thing out of the dagger and place it in the right spot. You could figure out on the Death Star where to go. But That's it could have like fallen in any right. place. Or you could you know? be standing like, in a different spot. Different yeah, elevation. Yeah, it have been. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Exegol. Exegol. <laughs> the flowers are still standing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, where can we find you at? Hey, if you like listening to my voice or you just want more content, I do another podcast called Dragon Questicles. You can Give find us questies. on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. If you just want to follow me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan underscore dot com. That's Ryan with an I underscore D-O-T-C-O-M. You can always find me at realwatchability.com. I will finish my Ghostbusters re-review uh, tonight, maybe tomorrow, but definitely before the podcast breaks. So check that out. And you can find Ghostbusters just outside of my top 10 of all time on there. Hit me up on Twitter at RealWatch. All right. We're Talking Flick. You can follow us over on Twitter at Flick underscore talking. And if you really like us, you can leave a rating and if review. you are going to rate us, who are you going to call? At whatever. makes me feel good. <laughs> saving the day. At whatever podcast app you listen to. too much? To. Did we go over the top that time? No, that was good. That's okay. perfect. I don't want to ruin your flow. <laughs> uh, we also have Patreon where you can donate literally any amount of money and you we'll can take access anything. to other content. We're ready to believe you. Yeah. You're ready to believe <laughs> <laughs> And we have a link for everybody's stuff in the description. Finish the show. Ryan. Hey, that was Talking Flick, and we will talk at you We next came, yeah. we saw, we kicked its ass. <laughs> Grab your stick. Holding. Heat him up. Smoking. Make him hard. Ready? Ready? Let's show this prehistoric bitch how we do things downtown. Throw, Throw it. it.